Australia's number one mumcast is NHM I Got It From My Mama with Beck and Sarge for the Little Unicorn Early Education Centres. Child focused, locally owned. Enroll now. Search NHM I Got It From My Mama in your podcast app. NHM I Got It From My Mama social media mama this week. You can learn all about social media, whether it's... uh, for you in your business or you work for another business, we are going to totally inform you. And um, Beck and I have had a hard time getting together recently because I, I had gastro. <laughs> I had the world's yum, yum, yum. worst gastro. And I know you're laughing now, but at the time, I know, but it I always feels think that like gastro is like a really good kickstart to a diet. <laughs> Let me tell you how serious it was. I was at home vomiting and everything else that is comes with gastro and I felt like there was nothing left in me. It was really awful. And even then the baby was crying and my partner was still saying, hey, can you get the baby? <laughs> and I had to say, no, I can't get the baby. And P.S. I'm dying and I have to drive myself to the hospital. So I drove myself to the hospital and I was put on like two bags of fluids and they have to give me anti-nausea drugs. So that's why we've had a hard time getting together recently. But we're here and we're talking all things social media. What do you know about social media? Like obviously the NHM has a lot of followers, but I feel like it's just more because people are interested in it rather than us having any strategy. I purely (laughs) think that the NHM grew because I was so lucky, (laughs) really. But – and also – I think we didn't really touch – well, we probably won't touch on this side of it too much, but um, we grew significantly at one point. Well, we went from 500 to 3,000 pretty quick um, with the help of Constance Hall – Oh. Um, and we, and because so that, an influencer, yeah, obviously. that's an influencer. That's yeah, interesting. We didn't talk about it as much, but we, you and I, have chatted about influencers in the past and how important they are. Then after that, the little that I know of Facebook, I think Facebook really helped us grow. So we've gone from you three thousand. We went quickly up to three thousand, and then from three thousand on, we sort of steadily just rose and rose and rose. rose and they yeah. weren't all constant hall at all after no. that. And we went from three thousand to fourteen thousand in the space of a year yeah that's Facebook just putting you at the top yeah more once you get bigger I feel like as well that a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's just um if you're not on our group if you follow our other social media the NHM group is a closed group and it's just a place that mums can go and basically say anything and be supported Mm. and I think that that is a huge part of it so Having the intention of coming from a good place, I think, makes a lot of difference yeah. as well. Yeah, for sure. Look, for as sure. well as all your little helps with the influencers and all yeah. of that oh, sort look, of stuff. And, and, look at the, and the thing is we've only ever had one influencer that's helped us. So we don't get help from others. We don't spruik for members or anything like that. It's not really a business. We could do <laughs> you that. You won't find us could on um, street corners no, with pamphlets that's asking that's people exactly to join right. it's not. It's not a um, competition of how many members we have or anything like that. But as far far as I'm concerned, it's the biggest social media group in our region that yeah. covers Central Coast, Newcastle and the Hunter. And um, we grow and grow and grow more and more as more and more mothers are born, you know. And um, <laughs> Yes, and we do and talk about the birth of motherhood That's like right. um, you're becoming a new person because right. you are. I think more and more people come on board because, because we are the group to be in and you will get more information with obviously more people. So yeah. um, that's sort of why. But I guess people 
who are social media whizzes and I am not one of them. <laughs> no, neither am I. probably tell me how to grow it much more and hopefully yeah. we learn a bit. Yeah, <laughs> we can't wait to for the NHM, but obviously for your business as well, we want to help you guys out just understand social media a little bit better. We would love it if you would go to uh, your podcasting app wherever you listen to us and write a review. And I have one here. I love listening to the podcasts every week. I couldn't remember the last time I had a bath either. (laughs) Hashtag the mum life. (laughs) Mum life. You know, the other night, just speaking of that, I uh, because it's so hard to get time just to even do the normal stuff. I was lying in bed and I know it's time to wash my hair when I lie in bed and it physically stops me from falling asleep because my hair is so dirty, it's <laughs> itchy. <laughs> I had to go there. <laughs> awesome. <sighs> Be a social media goddess <laughs> up next. NHM, I got it from my mama, would love your support. To help out, review us in your podcast app, win incredible mama and family experiences at nhmnewcastlehuntermamas.com. A big shout out and thank you to our sponsor, the Little Unicorn at Honeysuckle, Broadmeadow and soon to be Charlestown Square. They have a focus on fun, play-based learning. My little Lillian goes to the Little Unicorn at Broadmeadow. Her speech is coming along a treat. She's really social and the Little Unicorn has enriched her life daily. She loves going there. She always says she's going to meet friends and she's even a little bit sad to leave sometimes. Sometimes I think because my cooking is not as good as the little unicorns. If you'd like to know more, go to thelittleunicorn.com.au. Explore, play, discover, grow. NHM, I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge. NHM, I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge and Alana from Oversubscribed Podcast, talking all things social media mama. Do you know uh, my partner checked my, you know, time on the phone the other day? How long you've been on Facebook? And it's bad for us because, Beck, it's basically our job. That's my excuse. Yeah, okay. I think it's great. Guess what? I mean, don't say it's bad. It's wonderful. (laughs) You've got an excuse to be on social media. Guess what it was? Uh, 10 hours, 12 hours. Oh <laughs> Are you talking a day? Screen time, yeah. Holy moly. Oh, I know. <laughs> Put the brakes on. Oh, dear. Oh, You'll have to tell me how I check that. Yeah, well, I just left the um, I just left my phone in the, the drawer for a few days. I'm fine to do that. It's just basically... Just, what you really did is you just left it in the phone on and that's why it's <laughs> yeah. so loud. That, that, that's why it's up there, isn't it? It, it kept running. It. Yeah, you should. No, it's because it I'm fault. like a massive loser. <laughs> and the thing is with being an entrepreneur mama these days or having a business and like Beck and I, so much of it is just run online, exactly. you know, and that yeah. is great for our audience because that's where people's attention is, right? Definitely. It's hard to know where the bottom of the trough is though because <laughs> you can just keep promoting things till the cows come home True. in creating ways Mm. so can you give us um, some ideas essentially for you know what's important with social media strategy with mums in business yeah sure well the first step would probably be to know your audience like what are they seeking from you why are they following you Um, and to also test what works you know make a deliberate plan to test you know are they into this topic do they like these types of photos and videos and then track that and keep keep that in mind for future content okay that's interesting so we know that our our mums love wine, <laughs> coffee, As and we sleep. All do. You know what doesn't go so well sometimes? Educational prizes. Have you found mm. that, Beck? Mm. Really? 
Oops. funny that. <laughs> but Disney on Ice is pretty big oh, for Disney our mum. So, and yeah. the wine, yeah. wine one wine that we festival. did. Yeah, that, yeah, well. that <laughs> goes well. You just have to say wine to a uh, mum, don't you? Know. <laughs> you know, spa vouchers in Dota, things like that. But Perfect. I guess it's sort of – uh, the good thing about it for us is we're in the audience, right? Yes, so, absolutely. Um, that's the good thing. Yeah. So know your audience. Yeah. What else? I've heard that – and we find posting at certain times of the day, like yeah. early in the morning and late at night, yes. hits for us. And sometimes, you know, a post, if it doesn't hit, yeah. we've got a um, strategy of just taking it down and putting it up at a different time because yeah. it's sort of like a waste. What happens? Yeah. People just don't miss it or... You know, there's so much competition in the newsfeed these days, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, whatever you're on. So I think, you know, at any one time, a regular user, there could be a thousand different posts competing for their attention because not only are their friends sharing online, um, all the pages they follow are as well, their, their schools, all of the rest. So I think it is testing, finding out um, when your audience is online and that is all visible in the back end, in the settings, in most social media programs. And sometimes, it, yeah, it can just be mixing things up a bit, um, tagging other businesses, organisations to just kind of reignite the posts, I guess. Oh, okay. So yeah. if you're a first-time person and you're starting your business and say, um, I don't know, your business is a kids' clothing brand, yep. and online kids' clothing brand, yep. and you have one follower, yes. that being your mum. Yeah. Which is absolutely which cool, is by the way. Cool. You've got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. Yes. So what is the first place to start? Would you yeah. start with a competition? Would you start with sharing it amongst your own social networks? Like, How do you start? Yeah, definitely. Well, if that person had maybe an email list from existing customers, that's definitely a way there. Competitions, um, advertising is obviously important. Um, and then it's just a matter of maybe partnering with other organisations as well, yep. tagging their businesses and hoping for a, a follow in return or some type of engagement like that. And then you can always um, invite your friends and, and family members to like the page as well. So it is, it's it's slow to get started at times, I must admit, but um, just covering all those bases is important too. I've noticed, Alana, with your Get Oversubscribed, your uh, podcast um, Instagram for anyone who wants to check it out for some insider info. <laughs> it's always changing up quite a lot. So is that something within your strategy, basically? Yeah, definitely. And and Laura, my co-host, and I have spoken about this. That um, there was one time I'm like, there's too many, there's too many posts featuring our faces. So let's okay. mix it up a bit. Okay. And let's. And we do have Instagram in particular. We're quite um, keen to develop a good aesthetic, a mixture of photos and also graphics as well. And we've got a little plan in place to get that started. So. Um, I think mixing up the content and I was I was going to say to um, using a variety of features that the social platforms offer you and, and keeping up to date with how they change. Like I often see people talk about an event on Facebook, but they don't create it as a Facebook event. And that can really boost the reach when people click okay. going or interested. Yep. And, you know, Instagram stories now has music and also lyrics playing on the screen as well. The lyrics has been a really new feature. So, so how do you use that? Oh, well, <laughs> uh, if you go into Instagram stories and you choose the music gift, under there and you select a song okay. and now um, you can also select for the lyrics to display with the song as well. So I tested this out the other day and used um, Will Smith's Getting Jiggy With It and there were the, there were the lyrics. that's what you want though because I literally, my phone is on silent all the time okay. because I mean and I'm past the baby stage but when you're sitting there feeding a baby oh, the last thing God. you want is Will Smith getting jiggy with it coming out <laughs> waking your baby right Absolutely. so they're sleeping or whatever sleeping. yeah Keep or, that or the mum so now it's more appropriate but now I don't want to wake my partner or technically the three-year-old or four-year-old yes. sitting next to me yes so I'll be lying on my phone when I've got like an insomnia and late at night yeah. 
watching things, but it's always on silent. Always on so silent. So you've got to always have those lyrics. Don't yes. you? Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. Really and that's one. that's another point about um, videos, right, that yeah. the uh, the subtitles are really important. Subtitles are really important. And there are other – I'd always suggest you include some kind of visual um, imagery in your post, like whether that's a photo, a GIF, an infographic yeah. or a video, um, and to really, I guess, add some context to your posts. I find that people don't really give the backstory, I suppose, of why they're in business or what they're doing so having done a communications degree I usually follow those journalistic principles of who what when where why and how and that will really create like a full post with context and should also include a um, call to action where they can find out more info sign up for your newsletter your product whatever so just adding a little bit more meatiness to social media posts is what I see. So what kind of mediums do you use do you just use obviously you can't just use Facebook videos and live because they don't throw up the lyrics very easily or the the words very easily. So what do you use if you're doing a video? Oh, if you're doing your own video, there are a lot of online programs that allow you to caption them and YouTube does now as well. It's awesome. in the options there okay. with YouTube, so you can always share that through. So depends how you've created the video and how you upload it, but there are a lot of cheap or pretty much free um services that will allow you to add captions to your videos these days. It's interesting yep. you were talking about the why, what, when, the journalistic. Yeah. Um, we have – I have noticed that, you know, Beck – our About Us page is the most clicked on on our website. Always, yes. uh, I've read articles saying that recently that is something that people are really interested in because um, there is just a little, a lot of BS out there oh, in the world so and they want to know that they're <laughs> attaching to yes. something that is, sorry, I know it's a vomitous word of the now, but authentic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Like I'm so way. sorry for saying it, everyone. <laughs> it's overused. I know, I know. But yeah, that that's it, right? Is it's that part of why? Absolutely. I think the About Us page is for a long time been the most visited page on most websites. And interestingly, I've done some online online marketing um, study and sometimes it's not so much about you, but it's about how you can help them. So you can kind of say, okay. you know, I'm, I'm Beck and Mel and the like, but it's like, you're here because you want X, Y, and Z, and that's what we provide. Oh, so, yeah. right. So that's what you should put on. Uh, it's sort of more like a sales pitch. Yes, well, it is. Well, well it you are providing. We are providing. We're providing support to mums. Yeah, yeah that's by right. By being yeah. other mums yes. going through the same thing. Exactly. So again, and experiences for mums. Yes. Education, all sorts of yes. things. Yeah. So while we know it is called the About Us page, it really should be called About You and why you're on our website. Why you need us. <laughs> Alana, yes. um, tell us about the wonderful world of hashtags. Now, I've noticed that uh, you and Laura, from uh, oversubscribed are very good at hashtags. Yes, they're big. They're important on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. They do work on Facebook but just aren't as well adopted. So what Laura So where I, do you get your millions of hashtags from? <laughs> and do they sit in notes and then do you cut and paste them or are you guys like essentially just hashtagging away like till the cows come home? Laura and I both have the same group of hashtags in our notes app on our iPhones. Okay. And so when we do um, make our Instagram posts, we just copy and paste and pop them in there. Um, so I looked to find a variety of hashtags that kind of identify where we are and that's Newcastle, Australia, what we're doing and that's podcasting. We're also women who are chatting. So I almost found like half a dozen groups of of content and then found hashtags that sit below them. So we mix them up occasionally and you can use up to a maximum of 30 on Instagram. So we're trying to make the most. When you say max, you can use a maximum, does that mean can you ever over... Over um, overuse them yeah. like would people you, do you think 30 is just too much uh 
That's all Instagram will allow. Mm. So if you do 31, it won't be recognised. But do you think that 30 looks like too much when someone's looking at It does, and that's why we put our hashtags in the first comment. Okay. So that our posts don't look clogged. I've noticed that. So so you do your first comment and that's all your hashtags? Yes. What about this, and I don't understand, (laughs) what's this link in the bio biz all about? Well, Instagram only allows you one active link. See how you can't put links in any of the posts? You can't link out to an article from Instagram. Okay, yep. So that link in bio is like gold because that's the only place you can send people on the internet and that's why I have a Linktree link in bio and Linktree is a great service and you can put about a dozen links there. So in my Linktree, I might have my blog and I might have a link to my Facebook, Twitter and something else. So what about if you are a localised podcast person or, or shop or something like yep. that um do you know you type in instagram and you have a look at the hashtags kids clothing yes. Ten thousand came up from um america and the uk and everywhere like that what's what do you suggest that people do to get around that well you can always put your location in your instagram bio facebook Twitter, all of that. And I think that's really important. I went to look to work with a woman. She was an online marketer at one point and I couldn't figure out what country she was in and it wouldn't have mattered. It all all would have been done virtually anyway. But I'm just like, tell me where you Mm. live. Not even your street address, just your country would be really um, helpful. So I see people missing out on that quite a lot. Um, In terms of on Instagram... And that would make you think this person (laughs) could be fake, right? And I sort of want to... I would always want to connect with someone from Newcastle, New South Wales, over somebody in Newcastle, UK, Wales. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, me too. Most definitely. So that is why we'll, with our Get Over Subscribed um, podcast, we typically um, have hashtag Newcastle NSW, hashtag Newcastle Australia, just so people know um, where we are, which I think is just really important. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever think, though, that that can limit you? Well, if you have an online store, I guess you can ship to the world yeah. if, if you are selling products or services, really. Um, I just – I love that context of just knowing where someone's based. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah. that's why I like it. Talking about making your Facebook and Instagram posts a little bit more entertaining rather than same samey mm. with Alana from uh, Oversubscribe Podcast. Tell us, Alana, how do you do it? What are your ideas? I suppose it's taking a, a – big look at the content that you are sharing and looking at themes of your business. So can you talk about, you know, products, services, your staff, your location, your your history, how you came to be, taking a little bit of a, a bigger look at what you're doing. And I find the easiest way to do that is to sometimes theme the days of the week. So I typically get a lot of clients to post, you know, um, Monday to Friday business days. And so you don't have to do, you know, Monday motivation or Tuesday tip. You can Sounds good though. Sounds, <laughs> write sounds that down. Right. <laughs> All of a sudden you notice every Bingo. Monday NHM is like a, a motivational quote. We did start quote. with that, remember. We did, when we first yeah. started that, we did start with having a timetable. Yes, that's true. Of um, when we were going to do certain posts. Yeah. yeah. It was going to be newsy or... Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. yeah, things like that. So it can just be as simple as thinking, okay, Monday we share um, some current news and put our spin on it to show our expertise in business. Um, Tuesday might be a staff profile and Wednesday could be a client testimonial or something like that. So um, it's just an opportunity to, and I find it's an easy way to go, okay, today we're posting about this and you're on track and you know, yeah. you're not thinking of a thousand different ideas. So yeah. that's a good way. And to look at, really look at your feed and think, oh, have we just shared 10 articles in a row from the Sydney Morning Herald? Well, maybe yeah. we should mix it up a yeah. bit, you know, or yeah. maybe we should share a photo of us in our personal lives doing something. So just having a bit of a, a look at it and scrolling through your entire feed and seeing what you've been sharing. 
Are you saying um, one post a day is adequate? I think so for most businesses. One post a day is adequate. Um, It is a busy place now, social media, so sometimes advertising is required as well to get that cut through. But there are other ways to get cut through. And I mean, Facebook Live is fantastic, Instagram Stories, Instagram Live, and just being a little bit more creative with your posts, you know, maybe creating a poll or asking people to um, reply in a GIF, you know, as to how their day is going, those types of things. So I just think instead of the simple um, text-based social media posts that we have become used to, there are more creative ways to kind of uh, yeah, share content sure. yeah the NHM is very lucky in that uh, with the group which is basically a support group but um, <laughs> the lucky part about it is that other people aren't allowed in in terms of um, if you're in there you're going to see what's on there yes. however there's been a lot of talk lately about um, and I've heard a lot of celebrity friends that I've got yeah. talking about shadowing that Instagram is doing uh, they're not yes. getting as many likes on posts yes and um, stuff like that. What can you tell us about that? Do you know much about it? Of the algorithm, everyone talks oh, about yeah. the algorithm. Yeah. I think it changes all the time and I just think with online marketing and social media we do need to adapt. There are a lot of furfies out there, you know, with what is happening and in many respects we'll never see the algorithm and me not being a math science person I would actually be able to understand it but I think it goes back to always uh, testing and trying and and seeing what's working and maybe even talking to your customers about what they like to see on social media and I think, you know, social media should be designed to be either educational or entertaining. I think sometimes if it's too overly self-promotional, that's yeah, when or people step away. Yeah. You, you do have to put your sales hat on from time to time and that's why we're all in business. But if you can make it fun and if you are delivering entertaining or useful information, your followers will still appreciate what you're sharing. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. The And the people that I have heard... Um, actually even friends of friends that have had accounts shut down a lot of them were using automation yes. and stuff to get more followers and just doing things that were a bit dodgy essentially yeah. so it's maybe yeah. instagram and facebook are doing the right thing right? yeah they are and it's also a good point to remember that you can't just rely on um, these social media platforms you don't own them and they could shut you down at any time so yep. that's why it's important to have a really good website uh, an email database and also just really know your customers and, and the like so that you've got those relationships there if these social media platforms disappear one day. Whoa. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do with that extra 12 hours in my day? <laughs> I'll need a new hobby. Thank you so much, Thank Alana you. from Oversubscribe Podcast. We really appreciate all your expertise. You're welcome. Thank you. For the Little Unicorn Early Education Centres. Child-focused, locally owned. Enrol now. Search NHM I Got It From My Mama in your podcast app.